me lift him up. Amen. Let's give the Lord another hand, praise for the choir. Amen. We thank the Lord for those selections coming from them. Good to see Sister Brenda home today. Amen. Also, and told Sister Ruby, I hadn't seen her, but she was here Sunday before last, and I didn't get a chance to holler at her. I always miss my family when, when I don't see you, or sometimes I don't get a chance to speak to you or whatever, but you know I love you, and I thank God for you. Amen. Today, just for a few moments, as you know, we are working on our time, trying to give the Lord our best time and not just lollygag along and all of that, but to be on time. And I thank God for you and your spirit, obedience to that. We want to start our services on time and get out at a reasonable time so that people can have time to do what they must do. We must replenish ourselves of nourishment. That means eat and certain things we have to take care of so that we can be ready to come back for our evening service. Once again, our evening service starts at 6 o'clock. The least we can do for the Lord is to give the Lord a day. That's the least that we can do. In the book of Deuteronomy, I want to go back there just for a few moments today. Once again, I really thank the Lord for my good friend, Brother Allen, being here with us. Brother Allen and I go way back to college days. Amen. Brother Jim, back when you remember, well, you're from here, uh, Cooper Smith. Amen. That's his brother back there, Brother Jim, back there in the booth. Amen. We were all down on Central State, and Brother uh, Cooper Smith and Brother Bill, they did. They studied. They didn't just party. They studied and party. And I was just partying until some of them got a hold of me. Some of my homeboys from Columbus got a hold of me, Brother Tyson, and threw me up against the wall with their hand, with their boom, told me I was on the campus making a fool out of myself. My mother working like a dog to send me to school. I'm down here clowning. They said, either you start doing what you're supposed to do or we're going to blank, blank, blank. And you can put in the words. <laughs> and it was that day that I made up my mind I was going to start doing right. I wasted almost a whole year on the campus. Had wasted one year. And uh, they got me the Pledge of Fraternity. Brother Bill and I were in a we had a group, we were in a Greek fraternity called the Sons of Fun. We had fun, too. <laughs> and then I was in another group called the Chiefs, and uh, then they talked me into pledging a Greek fraternity. We were talking about it not too long ago. They beat you to death to call your brother. Amen. That's why we don't believe in that stuff anymore. We know better. You don't have to get beat and play all those mind games, but, you know, anyway, those were the days. Thank God that we're here where we are today. I know and nobody expected me to be standing before a congregation of people talking about the Lord. Amen. But look where he brought me from. Amen. Thank the Lord today. Thank God. In the book of Deuteronomy, we have been focusing there for a few messages. In the seventh chapter, dealing with the Sixth verse, it says, For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God 
have chosen thee to be a special people unto himself, above all people that are upon the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you, because ye were more in number than any people, for you were the fewest of all people. But because the Lord loved you, and because he would keep the earth, the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, have the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. I want to include those verses, but I want to also go over to verse number, drop down rather to verse number 12. Wherefore, if it shall come to pass, if ye hearken to these judgments, and keep and do them, that the Lord thy God shall keep unto thee the covenant and the mercy which he sware unto thy fathers. He will love thee and bless thee and multiply thee. He will also bless the fruit of thy womb and the fruit of thy land, thy corn and thy wine and thine oil, the increase of the kind and the flocks of thy sheep in the land which he sware unto thy fathers to give thee. Thou shalt be blessed above all people. There shall not be male or female barren among you or among your cattle. And the Lord will take away from thy, thee all sickness, will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt which thou knowest upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that hate thee. And thou shalt consume all the people which the Lord thy God shall deliver thee. Thine eyes shall have no pity upon them, neither shall thou serve their gods, for that will be a snare unto thee. From those verses of scripture, I would like for you to look back down at verse number 12. It says, Wherefore it shall come to pass, if ye hearken to these judgments, and keep and do them, that the Lord thy God shall keep unto thee the covenant and the mercy which he sware unto thy fathers. And I would like to use for a subject today, I swear I'll bless you. I swear I'll bless you. Let us bow our heads. Lord Jesus, we thank you for just another day that you have kept us in the land of the living. We thank you, Lord, for being special unto you. We thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for your long suffering. We thank you for your mercy and your grace. And Lord, we thank you for these gathering of people, your souls that have come together today to the house of God of their own free will to hear what thus saith the Lord. Now, Lord, speak through your manservant. Send your anointing that makes preaching easy. For without your anointing, we are a sounding brass and tinkling cymbal. Lord, send your anointing that not only breaks but destroys every yoke. Send your anointing, Lord, that sets men and women free. This is our prayer today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody that loves God, let me hear you say in Jesus' name, amen. I swear I'll bless you. Someone might ask the question this morning, what kind of subject is that? Usually we will give you some words of encouragement that is 
or entails something that we must do. But today, I want to reassure you that the oath that God has made to bless his children, he has sworn by his own name, and he will not fail you. In other words, you have been destined to be blessed. I know sometimes we feel as though God is overlooking us when it comes to his blessing. Sometimes we feel like life would be much easier if we had certain material things or if we had certain friends or if we were in certain places. But I was looking on yesterday at a newspaper article that they had in the Springfield paper concerning Elder Logan and he's starting a church. Those of you that know Elder Logan's testimony, you know that he was a very popular singer in a group called the Different Shades of Brown from Springfield and that they had signed with Motown and they were about to go high on the town. They had signed a real nice contract and were being put on tours with Marvin Gaye and Smokey Robinson and the Miracles and those various groups and they were about to do what we call arriving. After a while, in 1972 I believe it was, God called Elder Logan away from the group, called him out of darkness to the marvelous light of God. And at that time, it was a time of testing, I'm sure. Time where Elder Logan had to make a decision on choosing God or doing his own thing. It was a time where people were telling him that you're about to make the big times. Why would you give all of that up for this thing called holiness. We must understand that God has made a promise. He has made an oath. He has said that if you will live godly, you might suffer persecution, but if you suffer with me, you'll also reign with me. You must understand here today, children of God, that God is counting on us to stand on his promise. His promise that says that there is no problem that God cannot solve. His promise that he wants us to be the head and not the tail. His promise that wherever we might stand in life, he's going to be there with us. We must understand that along with blessing comes a sentence from the devil. The devil has sentenced you to become his enemy. He has sentenced you to fall and not be successful. He has declared war on every one of us. We must understand that in this war, the devil does not want us to see spiritually what God is doing for us. I want you to know today that sometimes you might not be able to see 
in your mind, where God is with you or where God is blessing you. But God told me to tell you the day that I swear I'll bless you. Sometimes it's hard and sometimes it's rough. Sometimes we do not understand what God is allowing us to go through. Sometimes we might not have two nickels to rub together. Might seem as though we have a big phone book with plenty of numbers in it, but it seems like there's nobody that understands us or where we are. God wants you to know that if you keep my commandments, you never have to worry about being friendless. If you love me, you never have to worry about anybody loving you because I am love. The children of Israel found themselves in a situation where they had come from bondage to freedom. Many of us do not know how to deal with freedom once we get freedom. God has set us free from sin. He has set us free from the sentence that the devil has proclaimed on your life when you were born in sin, and he has given us liberty and given us a right to the tree of life. The devil does not want us to know that we are free. We are free in our spirits, but we're not free in our mind. I want you to know today, children of God, that the children of Israel found themselves in the same predicament. God had delivered them from Pharaoh and had brought them out of bondage, which Egypt is like a type of the world. We were born in the world and we had worldly desires. We had ungodly thoughts. We had ungodly lust. We had an ungodly nature. But then God saved us from the ungodly nature. He gave us the power of the Holy Ghost uh, that we didn't have to be bound any longer. Some of you used to be bound to alcohol, uh, but God set you free. Some of us used to be bound to marijuana, but God has set us free. Some of us used to have hang-ups with interacting and intermingling with people, but God has set us free. And I know that some of us did not understand how God was going to do it, but when God filled you with the Holy Ghost, uh, he also said, if you know it or not, uh, not only am I giving you the power of the Holy Ghost, uh, but I swear that I'll bless you. The children of Israel, as they came out of Egypt land, uh, they were all excited when they first came out. Uh, God told them that you are special people. Uh, you are a holy nation. You are my own children. Uh, you're the apple of my eye out of all of the people of the land. Uh, you're the only one that would serve me. You're the only ones uh, that would call me your God. Uh, and since you call me your God, uh, I'm going to be your God. Uh, and you're going to be my people. Uh, I'm going to preach here in a minute, but I want you to know that some of us don't realize who we are. Uh, some of us don't realize that we're not uh, 
just somebody walking around the streets of Lima, but we're the blood-washed children of God, and God has told us that he, he will bless us. Brother Cunningham was telling me that on this week, there was a lot of turmoil right on this corner, and there was all types of things going on. But he said because he was somebody special, uh, he and his wife joined hands in prayer on the porch. Uh, and don't you know, they chased the devil right out of this neighborhood. Uh, I want you to know that when we realize who we are, uh, and we realize that in whatever we do, uh, that God is there to fight for us uh, and to bless us, uh, we'll stand up and be who we are. Uh, but Israel had to be reminded by God uh, because when trouble came before them, uh, when Pharaoh was chasing them from the behind uh, and the Red Sea was in front of them, uh, they were afraid and they began to murmur and complain. Uh, doesn't it sound like us when trouble uh, is all around us? Uh, it seems like we don't have money uh, to pay our gas bill. Uh, that's trouble. Uh, it seems like our children are bringing home uh, bad report cards. That's trouble. Uh, then you're watching television uh, and you're seeing all types of things going on, uh, almost in television. Uh, and you find out uh, that there's nothing but attitude flying uh, all around the young. Uh, that's why they're restless. Uh, you find out that people, instead of knowing where they are, uh, are searching for tomorrow, uh, looking for a brighter day in a secret storm. Uh, you find out that General Hospital uh, is taking over our minds, uh, and it seems like you can't find uh, any peace of mind anywhere. You turn on Geraldo, they got sissies on there. You turn on Phil Donahue, they got sissies on there. You turn on Oprah, she's got she-he's on there. A sissy here, a sissy there, a sissy-sissy everywhere. It seems like you can't find peace of mind anywhere, and your troubles are closing in on you, but you got to be reminded of who you are. When Israel got to the Red Sea, the man of God said, we shall not go backwards, but we shall go forward. And they went on marching through the river, marching through the Red Sea. I want you to know if you'll just listen and be followers of the man of God as he follows Christ. Your problems will be in the back of your mind because you know in the front of your mind that God said, I swear I'll bless you. He opened up the Red Sea for them. They went through on dry land. He brought them to a place where they didn't have food. And he came right in the nick of time. The Bible said that he rained down quail from heaven. And they had food to eat. Not only did he open up a supermarket out there in the desert, in the wilderness, Sister Gooding, but he also opened up a bakery. Yeah. <laughs> 
man ate angels food he said I swear I'll bless you not only did he do that but he opened up a seamstress shop as well as a tailor shop they didn't even have to get new clothes God just started making the clothes and the shoes fit up they same clothes that they came out with with the age of 15 they were still wearing them God will provide for you he'll bless you coming in and he'll bless you going out it's time for us to realize that God made a promise and a promise is a promise he said I swear I'll bless you I'll bless you on your job I'll make everybody know who you are I'll bless you in the schoolroom if you keep my commandments you won't have any problems that you can't go through you notice I said I didn't say you're not going to have problems, but you won't have problems that you can't go through. Just a few months ago, almost two years now, no, not quite two years, but almost a year and a couple of months, we started going through trouble. Trouble came in the white family. We didn't know where we were going to turn. Seemed like the world was over. But there was God in the back of our minds saying, I swear, I swear that I'm going to bless you. Surely sitting here today, I want you to know one thing. If God said it, he'll do it. If he spoke it, he'll bring it to pass. But you got to hold on and wait for him. We don't want to wait on God. We want to run right now. Like we can run to our kitchen. Throw in a pizza. Push a few buttons. And we got instant pizza. Instant coffee. Instant potatoes. Now we got instant love. You meet somebody today. They want to marry you tomorrow. Don't you believe that mess? They just told somebody else the same thing. We got instant saints, instant preachers. Get saved today. Got a briefcase tomorrow. They got instant everything. But I want you to know this, that God's blessings might not be instant. He can come when he gets ready. He can perform a miracle. He can do it right now. Or he can say, wait a while. But God will give you the strength to go through what you have to go through. Somebody clap your hands and say amen. God said, I swear I'll bless you if you keep my commandments and do them. I'll keep my covenant, which I swore unto your fathers. God told Abraham, God told Isaac, God told Jacob that I'm going to bless you and I'm going to bless your seed. And then here we come, the spiritual Israelites, the children of God. If God said in the Old Testament uh, that he was going to bless his people, uh, who do you think we are? Uh, we're the blood wash, uh, baptized in Jesus' name, uh, children of the Most High God. Uh, come on, somebody. 
and shout yeah I'm excited about what God's going to do he said I swear I'll bless you it might be 92 it still could be 91 it could be this evening you might be going through now your home might be tore up your finances might be tore up your mind might be tore up but God said I swear I swear I swear I'll bless you. Uh, somebody shout, yeah. You may not know how he's going to do it. They didn't know when 5,000 men, including women and not including women and children, were out in the wilderness listening to Jesus preach. But let me tell you this. You can't be around the master without being blessed. You can't come to the house of God without being blessed. Jesus, I said, Jesus, the God that said, I swear I'll bless you, took two little fish and five loaves of bread and began to bless it. And it kept on multiplying. God can take your little gift and cause it to multiply if you'll just trust him. Can I get a witness here today? I want you to know that the blessings of God have your name on it. God's got blessings for you. Somebody wants a husband. Just be obedient. He's already living somewhere. Just wait on him. He might not even be saved yet. She might not know God yet. But just wait on him. God told me a long time ago that if you live right, I'll bless you. Brother Bill, when I left Central State in 1972, went back in 73 to march with my class, I had no idea that two years later, God was going to take me down in water in Jesus' name and fill me with the Holy Ghost. When I left Central State, I couldn't help myself. Every mother's daughter that I saw, I thought I had to have her. I had to be in the in crowd. But I went to a meeting one night, and my heart, it wasn't right. But something got a hold of me. Something grabbed me. And I haven't been the same again. And God filled me with his word. And he said, I swear that if you'll give up and let me be preeminent in your life, I'll bless you. Will, he's blessed me with a wife. Wave at me, honey. He's blessed me with a son. You never thought I'd have a son, did you? That's Michael the second. He's blessed me with a mother and father in the Lord. Stand up, Mama Lucy. He's blessed me with an assistant pastor that couldn't be closer than a blood brother. He's blessed me with the right arm that I don't know what I'd do without. And here comes a left arm. He's blessed me with the whole family. Stand up, family. He said, I swear I'll bless you. I swear that I'll bless you if you...
do right if you love me if you keep my commandments I swear I'll make you the head and not the tail I'll keep your body well I'll protect you over the highways for four years I've been coming over 75 never had a wreck never had a breakdown ran out of gas once but that was my fault he said I swear I swear why I'll bless you but it costs you you got to live right you got to love right you got to pray right you got to stay right you got to walk right you got to wait on it it costs you something you might be hurt you might have to cry you might have trouble but god said i swear i'll bless you